Spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state, this is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, 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 happy Monday. Rage! <laughs> National Customer Rage Survey. First of all, I was super excited to find out they had a rage survey. <laughs> I raged over the weekend. I went to get my tooth done. Let's just say uh, the place I went uh, could not handle the situation. So my wife's like, it's better that we leave. <laughs> I heard you were upset. I was about ready to pull some, somebody's tooth out. <laughs> Uh, but uh, nationwide survey. Okay. Uh, the customers are becoming increasingly infuriated by perceived level of assistance from customer service departments, and some of us aren't above seeking revenge. So, is this when we go into a place or when we call for a service? A little bit is both. It, okay, so it's in person and on the phone. Because uh-huh. okay. a lot of times, how many times you go into a place nowadays and they're like, you'll have to contact our customer service. And you're like, well, or you'll have to go to our website to to, to whine yeah. and moan. Okay, so uh, we're also becoming more belligerent with customer service reps. About one in ten of us are interested in seeking revenge in the form of badgering, belittling, or threatening an employee, according to some responses. Gosh, it should never get to that point. Yeah, it really shouldn't. Is it? Is, part of my question for this is: uh, Is it because of all the automation? That you don't get to talk to somebody personally. You're frustrated because you have nobody to talk to. So the first person that you see yeah. that you think can help you or whatever, if you know, if you've got that uniform on, all of my anger's at you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Seventy four percent have claimed to have an issue with products or services. That is up from sixty six percent the last time uh, they did a survey because obviously what was going on with the insanity of covid. Uh, but we're also yelling at or raising our voices. Forty three percent of our interactions with the customer service uh, are said to have a raised voice. Don't you think it's mostly on the phone, though? And honestly, haven't you yelled at the automated thing before? Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, sure. I mean, you know it's not a real person. No. And you talk back to it and you tell it how dumb it is and all this kind of it's stuff. It's crazy. Yeah, if I feel like I'm not getting help or they're not asking me, uh, answering the right questions or I'm... I can't, I can't find where to go and, you know, push seven or push five or, and then you push zero because you really want to talk to somebody. Um, the thing that drives me crazy is when I finally get to somebody, a lot of times they, they, they aren't actually able to help. No. And that's what annoys me because then I'm sitting there for a while. I'm pushing all these buttons and I just want my cable to work or I just want, this to work, or I just I just need my money back on on this because it, something happened. Like this weekend, my my wife had to, my my stepdaughter flew to see her dad in New Mexico, mm-hmm. and the TSA was awful as usual. Uh, they the, you know she's the first time she's ever flown. It was just a giant mess, and you know she's trying to find out answers. Uh, it, it was a nightmare, and there was never any answers. And finally, the little you know, there's my little stepdaughter going off on a plane. And she's crying. She's never been on a plane before, oh, no. and it was like, eh, we don't care. The stewardess is like, eh, you know, eh, we don't get on, get on. We got, we're not holding the plane for you anymore. And I'm just like, man, this is where we're at, right? Mm. And and what they're saying is. Seventy percent of consumers surveyed admit to uncivilized or uncivil behavior towards a company, but they think it's a lot more than that because nobody could really agree on what is an uncivil conversation to have. Do you get somewhere faster if you're nice? Yes. Or because I kind of agree with that. Like I want to be nice until it's time 
to not be nice. Yeah, and then Roadhouse. Right. That's the, it's a perfect it's a perfect saying from Roadhouse. But there are sometimes I hate to say this. There are sometimes you got to yell. I hate to say that. There are some sometimes with the airlines. Yeah, you know, uh, I've got a friend who uh, uh, they flew to uh, they flew to uh, London, missed their their flight uh, to from London to Barcelona. The airlines lost all their luggage. It's been three days. They still can't uh, uh, find one single person to help. But when that happens, it's it's over. I'm I'm not going to be nice anymore. And well, I th- at some point, again, you are. Being nice until the point where you find out that being nice is not getting me. I've tried everything. Mm-hmm. Right. I've tried to be nice. I've tried to be civil. I've tried to be fun. I've tried to be understanding. At some point, you've got to. I'm going to transfer my anger and pain onto you now, so maybe you get what I'm going through. And but you know what? That's all you're going to get out of it. If they've not helped you up to this point, more than likely yelling at them and mm. telling them, you know, just what you think of the whole thing. It's still not going to fix the problem, but, but you, feel, you feel, better feel better about, about it. it. Well, That's I'll, it. I'll tell you this. Uh, my sister is a little crazy. Um, so you got she, that going for you. She does not start at nice. She's like, like you know, scale one to ten, right? Ten is red hot. Yeah. You are furious, and she goes right to ten. And you know what? It always works out for her. You know why? Because no one wants to speak to her for more than a minute. Honest to God, if it's an airline, if it's a hotel, if it's not what she wants, she goes, she goes scorched earth. Yeah, but you and, know what? But some people do not, that. Right? I don't want to. Do, I'm not going to no. be that guy. Nobody spit in my food. No. If it's a restaurant, you're right. She will go scorched earth. Yeah, that's even, not a good idea. <laughs> you know, but Becky Lynn, I got to tell you, she every time it works for her because if you got in front of her, you don't want to be eaten by a scary, hungry lion. And that's what she looks like when she's mad. And she always gets her way. And you know what? They bend over backwards. Let me ask you a question. Does she do this on a phone? See, if Uh, you've actually got a person in front of you, I understand this. But on the phone, Uh, they'll just hang up on you. Though they could. They could, but all that stuff's being recorded. It's and, all monitored for, yeah. for quality assurance. Yeah, it's on you, not for them. <laughs> but I always yeah. say, I always tell my dad, I'm like, hey, if that's the way she wants to act and it works, I don't know. I'm not a fan of that. I'd rather sit here. I, I would rather never go scorched earth if I don't have to. Yeah. But it works for her all the time. I've she gets upgraded. She gets a suite here. Uh, I don't like this. When I walked in, it smelled like smoke and it didn't. It, you know. And then she goes crazy. And they will bend over backwards because the last thing anybody wants is her in front of them yelling. Yeah. The last thing. So you could be nice up until a point. And sometimes if you're too nice, they're going to walk all over yeah. you. And my sister is one. And I think she handles it poorly. I'll be the first to say it. It's embarrassing. Yeah. Well, like if yeah, you're near and her you- and that happens, it's embarrassing. Because her husband walks the other way. You don't want anything to do and with it. And in today's world, people whip out their phones. And the next thing you know, oh, you're on a social. viral sensation. And not in a good way. Yeah. That's the other thing. If you really want to get help, you go to social media. And that I don't like that either. I've done it. But that's a last case Rarely. scenario. Rarely. Yeah, yeah. I I have done it a few times. But, but then you get people. Mm-hmm. It's the first thing that they do. Yeah. No. Yeah. So I yeah I don't think we're real cordial anymore. We're certainly not patient. We have that's the big thing. We have no patience. No. But uh, you know and I it, know that about me. Yeah. I know, and I've gotten to where honestly, sometimes I've like I'll, I'll call somebody to try to get help, and I sense that. This is not going to go the way I want it to. I've been known just to hang up the phone and wait till I can be nice and call back. Yeah. 
Because <laughs> I was like, right. I don't want to do this. Right. I'm as kind as I need to be for as long as I need to be. But then as the, you know, as Patrick Swayze says, when do we stop being nice? Right. You know, there's a time when you stop being nice. And we, you know, when is that though? Everybody's got their fuse. The difference is the fuse is, is much shorter for a lot of people. And for me, my wife always says the fuse for you is really long, but it matches the bomb at the other side. I think right? that's for most of us. I mean, because when I tend to get a little squirrely, it tends to get a, little, a lot of squirrely. Like, we need to leave now before Chad starts pulling somebody else's teeth. <laughs> well, my, <laughs> my, my wife always says, let's leave before he goes all Jersey. Yeah. Oh, you get a little Jersey. Well, yeah. Yeah. You know, you have you have that. Like, if you're from there, you, you have that in the back of your head. You start bobbing your head and stuff? Yeah. Oh, nice. No, I don't start bobbing my head. But I do get an attitude. But it takes a lot to get to that. Think I'm a funny guy? You think I'm funny? <laughs> I shoot you in the foot. <laughs> oh, my God. That is so funny. All right. So what's the final number on this study? Uh, we're just awful people, basically. What was the 74? Uh, so 74% of yeah. us uh, are having issues. One in 10 of us hmm. want to seek revenge. Revenge. And 74 cents claim to have an issue with product or services. Over the last year, that is up 12%. I think the most disturbing thing is, uh, listen, I get it if you're going to be a pill uh, and yell and stuff like that. It's not, it's uncivil. You surely shouldn't do it. But the fact that you want to get revenge on someone, that's stupid. Yeah. 43% of us, though. Uh, admit to uh, raising our voices and or yelling at people. Okay. Well, sometimes they deserve it. You have raised my blood pressure just by talking about this today. Sorry. I'm sorry. All right. Coming up next, why nobody watch the Oscars. Stick around. The Gatos Big Q Poll Question. Brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. Hey, let's check it out. The Big Q on KTAR.com. Dot com. Uh, you can listen to me on the Broomhead program, 850. I debut the Q. No, thank you. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a jerk. <laughs> Is it because you don't like me or you don't like Broomhead? I'm or on the air at that time. Okay. Yeah, you're doing one of your 18 shows. Uh, here's my uh, Q. Which is the correct title of the film that won Best Picture at Sunday night's Oscars? So I've got, you know, three or four possibilities. And I, and I wanted to do this because, like, I don't know. D- does anybody go and see some of these movies that are, are brought up for, you know, the Academy Award? I, I don't know. I mean, I, I've I, seen, especially after COVID, I mean, they stopped really. Yeah. They haven't made a lot of great movies since. No. So I'm trying to trick people on okay. this. Okay. So is it called uh, Everywhere, Anything, All the Time? Uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. Okay. Everybody, every day, all you can eat. <laughs> <laughs> or who cares? Nobody got slapped. Nobody got slapped. Uh, first, uh, 58%. Nobody got slapped. But 36%. Okay. Everything, everywhere, all at once. So people did get it right. They yes. know that that is the name of the movie. Everything, everywhere, all at once. And the wise man keeps telling me it's the greatest movie he's ever okay, seen. Okay, so it's just... I say, my uncle and I were talking, it is it is the Matrix for adults. Huh. Yeah, I would say it's like a combination of the Matrix and Doctor Strange. I know nothing about this film. It's like a multiverse. It's basically uh, an Asian couple who runs a laundromat, 
and the lady discovers that there's a multiverse and there's other universes with like if you make one decision in your life all of a sudden you're on this whole different track for another universe see i like stuff like that and there's like a villain who comes to their universe to destroy the entire universe and she has to discover the best way to navigate the multiverse but it in sounds order like a superheroes it, movie is it's there, totally not it's not is there perfect. a is there a, <laughs> a universe where everybody's hands are hot dogs uh, yes, there's a universe where all their fingers are hot dogs. Are you serious? Yes. And, and there's a raccoon. What does the raccoon do? Oh, you'll have to watch the movie and see. There's also a universe where everybody is rocks, and they literally do not move or speak. You think it's, wor- it's worth seeing? Is it that good? Yeah, it's a really it's, good movie. It's, it's good. good. Even okay. I liked it, and I don't like this kind of stuff. I don't. I don't like, like Marvel, and I hated The Matrix. Let me just say, I yeah, hated, hated the Matrix. That, wow, hated you that said movie. It like, you said it like Keanu Reeves was mean to you. Yeah, no, but I, I, I did <laughs> not. Sorry, I Becky. wanted to like it. I went to where I went. I hate this movie, and I know I'm in the mi- great minority on that. But this movie, we didn't know. I didn't know it was this kind of movie. I didn't know what it was. I just knew that it was probably going to win the Oscar, and I kind of wanted to know why everybody thought it was so great. So we got it. I watched it on on Netflix yesterday. Oh. And it was good. It was great. Is it the uh, the kid who was in the Goonies and uh, the Temple of Doom, Indiana Jones? Yep. He's all grown up now. He won an Oscar, right? Yep. He's 50. So he's let everybody, 50. <laughs> let's everybody 50. soak that in for a second. So he's, what was he, Little Fry or what was he? Short in, round. Short round, yeah. He's 50. Uh, and he, in the Goonies, uh, he was the one with all the contraptions yeah. and all the... The, the 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 he had the stuff. What was what was it? He was. I don't remember what he was in the go. And he got. He was out of Hollywood for a long time. Really? Yeah. It was. It was very. He interesting. was great in Indiana Jones and Temple of Doom. He's a little kid in that movie. And he was. So that was kind of. I didn't know that. Yeah. Short rounds. Not, short round. All grown. Yeah. Is his name Doctor Jones? Grown. Yes. Kept so. calling him Doctor Jones, right? Man, but uh, I saw none of the movies this year. Once again, proud of myself for seeing none of the movies. Top uh, Gun. You didn't see Top Gun. No, Top you didn't Gun was see great. Elvis? No, Elvis was good I've seen too. Elvis and pieces of them on cable. No. I'm flitting around. No, I watch sports. Elvis, Top Gun. I have kids. I yeah. thought you saw Avatar. No, oh, God, no. Why would I see Avatar? I don't know. I thought awful. your kids wanted to see that. No, they would that was yeah, three, three hours. Three hours. Imagine Charlie, three hours at the movie theater, yeah. four oh, and a half years old. Yeah, Are you kidding no. me? Puss in okay. Boots, right? That was nominated for something. I knew it wasn't going to win. Right? But that. But I. I just. I, you know, like, eh, there's nothing about that. that I'll is. see this anywhere. Things, I'll probably e- watch it. Everywhere. My wife wants to watch it. Anybody. But then when Steve told, Steve described this, the wise man described this to me about a week and a half, two weeks ago. Pablo yeah. and I were sitting there, and we both looked at each other and go, nah, I'm not watching that. It's got to be good. Because he told us about a situation where somebody had to jump on something, and there was a trophy, and I thought, nah. <laughs> You're going to get to the end of it and go, what did I just watch? And then you realize, oh, that was pretty good. No, no you realize that. I realize it like, that's stupid. I'm not. I'm going to punch Steve. <laughs> Don't knock it till you try it, man. Honestly, you probably won't be able to take your eyes off of it because it's just like, what on earth and j- is going to happen next? Jamie Lee won. Jamie Lee yes, Curtis. Yes, she did. And did you see uh, Angela Bassett's face? Yes. How angry she was? Not happy. No. She was in the same category. She was not you happy. Ha- Listen, you're an actress. Just act. Act that you're happy. Act happy. So you, you see those do. commercials with the Pepsi, right? Am I acting or am I not acting? <laughs> she was not acting. She was very upset. I don't know why. Because she lost. You know what? Good for her. At least she's not a big faker. Yeah, but she, she was slapped somebody. She wasn't happy. She made it known. That she got screwed, and I kind of like that. Did she, though? I don't know. I didn't I see mean, her did movie she, either. You've seen both those uh, movies, uh, uh, Wise Man. 
It belonged to Jamie Lee Curtis. There you go. Okay. See? Yeah. That's because you're That Oscar's, was an easy choice. Your Oscar's so white. She will be... <laughs> <laughs> she will always be known... For Halloween. That's it. She can, yeah, but and now that, she's got an Oscar. People are like, yeah, but tell us more about being Laurie Strode. I know. It's true. Don't care about your Oscars. Tell us more about being Laurie Strode. Coming up next, holding up the headlines. Becky Lynn's got the headlines in less than five minutes. We're going to interrupt, react to the day's top stories next. Arizona's news station. News station. KTAR. On air. 92.3 FM. Online at KTAR.com. And streaming live on the KTAR News app. Your breaking news and traffic. Now. It's 3.30 and you know what that means. Chad, are you ready to hold up some headlines? Boy, am I. All right. With those headlines, here's Becky Lynn. Well, unfortunately, we're going to start off this newscast with some sad news because a two-year-old drowned in Scottsdale today. The toddler was found in the neighbor's pool. And so there's not any obvious suspicious circumstances. Scottsdale police officer Aaron Boland says they're trying to figure out how the child entered the neighbor's pool when there's a six-foot fence between the property line. This is the first child drowning in the valley this year. KTAR and Fulton Homes remind you, two seconds is too long to take your eyes off kids near water. To learn more, you can go to KTAR.com slash water safety. Holding up the headlines. Becky Lynn reads the news while Gatos and Chad interrupt and react to the day's top stories. Uh, it's tragic. It's uh, it's so sad that this happened. And yeah. It, it and unfortunately happens a lot here. Um, but, you know, I think the story with the six foot wall and how do you get over and, you know, we really don't know that. All, all I do know is that there's a lot of technology these days um, that can warn you that somebody's in the pool. Uh, I've got some friends who have bought into some of that technology because they've got little grandkids. Um, but it's it gets the old adage, you got to make sure your doors to the outside are locked. And this may have been the case. And again, this is a neighbor's pool. Like, it is. Where, where, how, did you, how did the child get out of your house? Two years old. Into your neighbor's house. I know. Right. And into their pool. That is... That's the, that's the question... I think a lot of people are going to have yeah. on this. A horrible situation. It's terrible. Yeah. It's terrible. We're holding up the headlines. KTAR, eyes on the economy. If you are banking regionally, you might be worried after the recent run on Silicon Valley Bank. Retail analyst with KB Advisory Group, Kristen Bentz, tells the Mike Broomhead Show, headlines like this cause the federal government to spring into action and investors to panic. Everyone's going to start taking a look at where they're banking, right? And how healthy is your bank? And this begs the question, Mike, over, you know, did the FDIC know that this 20th largest bank was making risky investments? I'm going to say they probably did. She adds that if you're banking with the big guys like Bank of America or Chase, likely you're safe. Yeah, uh, and this has got a lot of people nervous and rightly to be nervous in certain areas. You know what your bank is doing. You know, they take that money and they loan it out, but they also do investments in other things. That's what got them in trouble in 2008. They were playing around with subprime loans. This was a lot of different things, tax, uh, tech stocks and things of that nature. But how do you know if your bank is doing something right That's or wrong? you got to see how healthy they are. Plus, a lot of this stuff was not protected by FDIC. There was about 87% of this that wasn't protected under the insured. So it's good to know the health of the financial institution you're with and what are they doing. Plus, three weeks ago, the CEO of the company sold about $4 million in stock uh, out of nowhere, which is also raising eyes. That should raise eyes. We're holding up the headlines. Uh, Fans from all 
over the globe are coming to Chase Field to watch the World Baseball Classic, baseball's version of the World Cup. KTAR's Colton Krolak was out at Chase speaking to some of those who made the trip, and he joins us now from the News Center, live with more. That's right, Becky. I spoke to Matt, whose family is from Columbia. He he says he started driving from Orange County, California at 5 this morning just to see the Columbia national team play for the first time. It's all about being proud of being Columbia and whatnot, so... I'm proud to see them hopefully go far in this tournament and hopefully they win it all. I mean, that'd be an incredible achievement. Columbia and Great Britain are facing off right now. Great Britain currently leads Columbia 7-3 to in the top of the 8th. The U.S. will play Canada tonight at 7. Live in the News Center, Colton Krolak, KTAR News. Come on, Great Britain, you could do it! Is that game of chase? That's right. Yeah, it's a chase. There's nobody there. No. No, but... Did you see that? No, really? Well, There's it's nobody middle, there. It's a day game in the middle of it. There's still baseball. I drove by where the Angels play. It was a zoo. Yeah. Uh, there's lots of baseball to be had, but at night, because most there's not a lot of night uh, games for spring training. What was it? Did you say, uh, Wiseman, forty eight thousand for was it Mexico USA? Yeah, Mexico US forty seven thousand five hundred. What was that thing they were blowing into, or the the, the hand of Basil? What is it? Vuvuzela. South Africa gave us that for the World Cup, and for that we hate you, South Africa. <laughs> the most annoying sound in the world. When are you going to do that for your entire class? <laughs> We're holding up the headlines. That's what I thought. Step aside, Super Bowl. There's a new show in town. Glendale rolling out the red carpet for Taylor Swift fans this weekend with a new name. KTAR's Taylor Tassler is live in the news center to give us the details. At the end of the week, Swifties will flood the city of Glendale for two sold-out shows. As excitement and anticipation fills the valley, Glendale unveiled its new name to honor the 12-time Grammy Award-winning artist. Jerry P. Wires, bear of the city of Glendale, do hereby proclaim that on March 17 and 18, 2023, the city of Glendale will be renamed Swift City. This is the first time in State Farm Stadium history an artist has sold out two back-to-back shows. Reporting live in the News Center, Taylor Tassler, KTAR News. What is it? Swift City? Swift City. I'm going to go with Swiftdale. Oh. Don't you think that's better? Yeah, actually I do. See? I come up with great things. These people should ask me. Swiftdale. Way better than Swift City. You know what? They have a Swift City and that's in Minnesota. Really? Is there a Swift City in Minnesota? I'd rather hear the Vuvuzela than Taylor Swift. How about Tay? How about Tay Glenn? No, that doesn't. No, no. Uh-uh. All right. Oh, uh-uh. T Town, Swift Dale. I like Swift that better. Dale. Yeah, Swiftville. It's not bad. No, better not, than Swift City. Uh, th- I'm telling you right now, Friday is going to be crazy. Yes, it is. This is this. We is, should probably stay home. We should. <laughs> <laughs> this is her first concert. The, her first stop is Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah, it's kicking off the whole big tour. And so she's got two, right? Two. Friday. Well, the first night Saturday. you work out, you know, first night you kind of suck. You want to work out the things. Well, that didn't work. Let's try the second night. You get to give those people their money's worth. By the end of it, you're you're firing on all cinders. And those people who paid for that first night. Yeah, but if you want to look at, like, I, I look at, like, uh, the, what do they call them? The Swift people? What is Swifties. it? Swifties. Okay. The Swift people. They are, they are. <laughs> Isn't that a trucking line? <laughs> they, they are the biggest fans of her. They watch every move that she makes. There aren't a lot of, let's say, uh, singers or actors or music yeah. groups. Queen or, not yeah, but yeah. but like I think of this is what I think of. The I'm pa- a believer. Like the Packers, 
the Packers fans will go out in zero degree weather and watch that team. Yeah. Taylor Swift, her fans will give their entire bank account to yeah. go and see her. Yeah. That's a smart on one move. night. That is a Swifter. Isn't it up? Swifty. What is I like Swifters? <laughs> All right, hold up the headlines. Brought to you by Carol Royce, your home sold guaranteed realties, higherprice.com. Every day, 3.30, Becky Lynn reads uh, some of those headlines, and we interrupt and uh, act ridiculous. Act a fool. If we didn't gamble on March Madness, would anyone watch it? Ooh. Next. Subscribe to the Gators and Chad Show podcast right now. Your iPhone, your Android, you will never miss any of the exciting action. It's the Gators and Chad Show podcast brought to you by Carol Royce, your home sold guaranteed realty. Get a higher price selling your home. Get guaranteed offers. Go to higherprice.com, higherprice.com. We're bumping in there, Pablo. Sounds like, have you heard the Muzak when you go outside? Man, the Muzak, right? Oh, the the new lobby DJ? The new oh, lobby I've DJ. Heard Baby Bash. I heard Eagles. <laughs> I've heard some... Um, the, uh, Bob Marley, yeah, I love the new you, DJ. When you go to the bathroom, you have no. Normally, it's just like you know, fake music like Kenny G and stuff. Now this guy's, he's like, you got the key, little white people. <laughs> it's like a reggae. I can't it's wait all, to go to the bathroom. Yeah. Later. Oh my lord, I know. It's funny because even Lloyd comes in. He goes, "Man, you hear what they're bumping out there?" I'm like, "Boy, do I!" It's like a disco. <laughs> so, uh, the March Madness is here. Yes. Nobody knows. Anything about any team? Ask me about uh, one basketball player from the NCAA. You, you like I me, don't know, know none. I know, I don't none, know any. Zero. No. Zero. None. None. No, in fact, got... what I do know is the number one pick this year isn't even in the NCAA. It's a French guy. Is it? Yeah. Okay. So, but come Friday? Oh, yeah. And thir- there are going to be people going... What's wrong, Steve? Oh, man, I lost my money because Dayton screwed up my bracket. You don't even know what Dayton is. <laughs> That's what makes the March Madness so fun. You you have uh, all these athletes, right, who are trying their best to, to, to you know, put a stamp on their career. And Before they go work at right, a regular job. A, a lot of them aren't going to go to the NBA. And you gamble on it. And so what I love about March Madness is I think, you know, we do the, 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 the KTAR pool here in the office and everybody gets in. And it's like 10 bucks or something. You have a chance to win like two or 300 bucks or whatever. And like, I like the camaraderie. Yeah. That the March Madness tournament, the brackets totally give you. The and fact I, that that lady who knows nothing about sport, right. I thought their uniforms were really cool. Yeah, and they win. Yeah, and she wins it. You're like, I can't believe I pay attention to this stuff. I also like that my wife and I could watch games together because we've gambled on it. And, you know, if you put $5 down on something, because I'm not a big gambler, but I always do March Madness. If you put $5 down on something, it makes it a lot more interesting. 10 to 12 billion we're going to gamble this year. 10 to 12 billion. Yeah. On this. On this. Yeah, and, and what we're doing is we're gambling, most of us, on something we know nothing about. No. I couldn't tell you who the top five teams are. I'm, not, I'm just not a college basketball fan. ASU, I believe, is in the they are the pretend tournament. Well, they're the play-in. Yeah, that's the play-in game. U of A is in. Is GCU in, too? Uh, right. GCU is in, so we get three Arizona teams. But I just love the fact that we watch players. We have no idea who they are. Yeah. And what we're doing is we're... Because when Friday rolls around, you know, you have a chance to... When, like, you could, you, you could be excited out. about it, you, right? You could be out in the first round. You're, yeah. You know, you could, here's the thing. You could have the best 
overall picks, right? But your team that you pick to win it loses in the third round, Absolutely. and you're, you're out at the end of the day. It doesn't matter. It's so much fun. I'll go on. Jack and I will go on. We'll do it on Wednesday. We're going to go on and we're going to pick our teams for the bracket, and we'll have fun picking our teams. It'll be a good time. And by Thursday, we're having a good time. Like, dude, out of fourteen million people, uh, we, we we're sitting. You know, sixty. You know, 62,000. And then by the next day, we're at like 12 million. Yeah. Because, you know, two teams lose. You know, like, oh, my God, West Virginia beat Appalachian State. You're like, what? Well, <laughs> because usually the people who know the most about college basketball never win this thing. No, no. They always finish last. And you're like, ha, ha. Yeah. But I've always wanted to go to Vegas for that Monday. Is it the, what, what is it, a Monday and a Tuesday? Are those the big, are those the two big, yeah. No, no, no. Fridays it goes, it goes, it goes. Uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Those, is it Thursday, Friday? Yeah, and then okay. Monday is go, the women's tournament. You might want to go to that. No, no, I don't want to watch the women's tournament. No offense to the women, but I, I like to watch the men and I like to gamble on it. I'd like to go to Vegas for that Thursday and Friday. Yeah, because that first. seems so much fun. Because if you go to one of the sports books, you've got every single game on. Yeah. And you've got, you know, you've got the drinks, you've got the food, you've got Vegas, you get the people watching, you've got, uh, a, you, you're basically sitting in a crowd. There is hope about. Yes. And you want to see who's, who's the Cinderella this year, right? Who's that team that makes it in in the play, you know, they get the play in game and next thing you know, they're going to the sweet 16. Remember the, remember the 16 beat the one a few years ago? Yeah. First time it ever happened. That's what makes this tournament so much fun. The other thing that makes the tournament so much fun is gambling on it. I just don't gamble. I don't I, even when I go to Vegas, I don't gamble because I'm just not good at it. But in in March Madness, everybody's got a shot. Just pick it, just go through it, pick a team, have your brackets. Now it's all digital so you can look at it on your phone, you don't have to carry around a piece of paper with all the stuff on it. But it is just so much fun and everybody can do it and I think that's why it's so great. But here's my question. Would you ever watch this if you didn't gamble on it? I wouldn't watch a single game if I didn't gamble on it, no, because I don't have any. Even what's, if it's what's five my bucks interest? on your on yeah. your on your bracket at work, that's it. I'm fine. Then I'll, I'll watch it. I'll watch it. But like, I know it's great basketball, but that's not why I I'm may watching watch it. the championship game. But I won't pay attention the rest of the time if there was unless money. you're gambling. Unless on you're it. gambling. All right, March Madness this week is going to be fun. Come on, Colgate. <laughs> Coming up next, Mexico is safer than the U.S. We'll tell you who said that next.